regret saying, I'm sorry, God. I messed up. But I thank you for waking me up. I'm thanking you for casting me that life jacket because now I want you to know full front, God, I love you. Welcome to Concepts for Living. This service is coming to you from the Chapel of the Anointing. We invite you to stay tuned for a life-changing word. Well, the most excellent virtue is love. I'll be talking about love in this particular message as it relates to the crucifixion and the resurrection. My theme, what's love got to do with it? And while you're taking your seats, I want you to look at someone and just ask a question. What's love got to do with it? Thank you for your obedience. Now, without thinking about a pop tune or jazz singer, you all know who I'm talking about, don't you? I want you to think big. I want you to go beyond mere popular song and consider the relevancy of that question as it relates to God redeeming us from the hand of the enemy. CNN gave a report of an act that was so extraordinary until it claimed high ratings in response to it. It was the act of four chaplains who were in the military. It was during World War II. And the transport ship SS Dorchester was hit by a German torpedo and began to sink. It was in the sinking and in the panic that four military chaplains observed that there were groups of young soldiers that did not have life jackets. And those four chaplains gave their life jackets to the young soldiers, causing them to survive when otherwise they would have been lost. Extraordinary valor. I say extraordinary valor and heroism. In response to that particular report came words from Bob Green, 
In fact, Bob Green was the one responsible for CNN getting that account. It was the finest thing, listen to him, it was the finest, I'm going to quote him, it was the finest thing I have ever seen or hoped to see this side of heaven. I'm going to repeat that. This is what Green said in response to the news of this heroic act by these four military chaplains. I repeat. It was the finest thing I have ever seen or hope to see this side of heaven. Well, Mr. Green, there is another. There is another extraordinary act of heroism. It is another who had the valor to face the worst that the enemy could dish out his way and decreed and declared and acted out an assignment to give his life so that others might live. His name is Jesus. And by the way, Jesus of Nazareth. A town from which nothing good was expected. Jesus. Spielberg and others have caught the significance of his act to the extent that they have made millions in Hollywood films. Not only Spielberg, but others have done it. And you know what I'm talking about. It seems as though there's a greater interest now in the biblical narratives that can give contemporary help to people who are in trouble and people who need to know that when you are on a sinking ship with no life jacket, he gave you his. Oh, this day is not merely a day to dress up in light colors. It's a day uh, not only when families get together and have a meal together. This is the day when we ought to think, when we ought to ponder, when we ought to consider that when we had no strength, Somebody strong. Jesus. Took our burden and carried it. St. Paul reminds us of this in his particular account and focus on the death of Jesus and its significance, but also intimated in the scripture read is the fact that he's not dead, he lives. You know, many Joan of Arc, many others have, have given their lives for their causes. And they died. And are still dead. 
but the one who threw us, if you please, a life jacket and causes us this morning to have a testimony that I'm living and I'm moving and I'm having my being in him because when the enemy wanted me to die, he said, I'll give my life so you could live. The three points of this message as we consider the efficacy of love. Point one, the viciousness of his death. Two, the vicariousness of his death. And number three, the victoriousness of his death. Stay tuned. You will be God's love, the extreme expression of his love is that he gave his son to die. But you know what? God's been trying a long time. Say a long time. God's been trying a long time. Before we get to due time, God's been trying a long time. Okay, in the book of Genesis, right after the great sin of Adam and Eve in the garden, God said, then the seed of the woman is going to bruise your head, Satan. That's us. We're supposed to be bruising his head instead of him bruising our heads. I said, we should be. We were, we, we, we were designed for dominion. We were designed to take authority. You and I were not designed to be kicked around, stomped on, and ruined by Satan. He's supposed to be under our feet. Now, notice with me that when you realize all the efforts of God, I'm, I'm going to touch on some of them. You see, the see that this, I mean, God's been doing this from, for dispensations. Ages. He's not only doing it by declaration, but by also intimation. And he's done it. He's tried everything to, to get us back. The seed of the woman's going to bruise your head, Satan. Get ready for it. So much so that uh, hell put out a news bulletin. And the news bulletin is keep your eyes open because somebody's coming. And we're not going to be able to beat this one. So we better somehow figure out a plan as to how we're going to stand against him. The seed of the woman. That's why it's important for us to dedicate our children. Because they are our seed. And when we can somehow condition another seed so that the devil will not throw that seed away and ruin it. I was with a man, he's, uh, I refer to him as a horticulture, and horticulturist. And, and he, I was with him yesterday, and he, I said, why in the world do you have that big container on top of a pawpaw tree? Here's the pawpaw tree. What do you got that can, a can don't even look right on the top of a pawpaw tree? He says, oh. Don't you know, the top of the tree 
was ruined. And a pawpaw tree is hollow. And when you let water into it, it rottens it from the inside out. <gasps> I was in Sunday morning. Because that's what Satan has done for me. Efforts that we have made to protect ourselves. Or those who have no protection at all. That's why many things that have happened to you and happened to me is because I did not have the proper cover. That's why the Bible said, blessed is the man who has his sins covered. I want to pause right here. I feel like I'm feeling it now. I'm feeling it now. I don't care what you have to say about the music. I don't care what you have to say about the color or, 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 or the decor in here or whatever. You know what? You ought to give God praise right now. Uh, wait, wait, wait. You ought to give God praise right now that when you were written off, God said, I'm going to put something on so that I may preserve you, so that whatever's left in you can come out for the better. Well, as we have considered the efficacy of God's love and posed the question, what's love got to do with it? I sincerely trust as always, that you have been enriched and enlightened by this word. So until next time, and we shall come to you with more Concepts for Living, God bless you and yours. Thank you for viewing Concepts for Living. If you would like a CD, DVD, or download the entire message, go to our website, www.fcogchapel.org. We would like to hear from you. Please send an email for prayer or send a praise report on how God is blessing you through this program. We invite you to join us again for another Concepts for Living.